Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of My Mind, My Funk Show. My name is Itawa Wafula, and I am your host, as well as the founder of My Mind, My Funk, which is a mental health resource hub that I founded in 2013 with the aim of providing people in Africa and Africans across the globe with proper mental health information, as well as linkages to support systems. For those of you who are from Africa, you know that mental health conversations are conversations we rarely have and when people talk about mental health they talk more about the illness angle of it and they put a lot of um, superstition and myths and taboos and so through this show we aim to demystify some of those uh, things that are said about mental health and by extension mental illness as well as provide proper information through the guests that we have and the experts that we have on the show and uh, and make sure that we are continuously having these conversations and when we have these conversations we having um conversations that make people feel welcome we're creating safe spaces and we're also providing opportunities for people to get the help and support that they need good so that's who we are what the show is all about and this is our fifth season and if you want to know all the things that we've discussed in all the other seasons, the first episode of this season gives a recap. It's a beautiful recap and will help catch you up to where we are at. In this season, we are looking at identity and specifically identity in relation to African men. And on today's show, I'd like us to just touch the surface on sexual identity. I hope to have guests on um, on the show, on, on subsequent shows where we'll talk about um, different aspects of sexual identity in relation to African men. And we'll dig deep uh, from people's experiences as well as from experts, uh, from the mental health space, from social sociology, from religious aspects, and just take... Um, and have conversations from different angles so that when people are talking about sexual identity they're talking about it from a very informed way and as they talk about it they're not causing harm to those who are currently struggling with their identity the show today is as a result of conversations that have been happening online especially in the kenyan online space with regards to the death of Edwin Chiloba. So for those of you who are not from Kenya, Edwin Chiloba was a young fashion designer, a model, and an LGBTQ activist. He was murdered on the 1st of January, and his body was discovered on the 3rd of January in a metal box that was left on the roadside in a town called Eldoret. And a few days later, the police were able to arrest five people. Investigations are still ongoing, but results from his autopsy were released and his cause of death was a suffocation. And um, <coughs> when they found his body, it is said that um, there were socks that had been stuffed into his mouth and his head and face had been wrapped with a pair of jeans. And um, as I've said, investigations are still ongoing. Five people have been arrested and um, 
I will give updates in subsequent episodes as um, the police and investigators and the judicial system in Kenya provides um, updates on how things are going. But as we wait for those results to come in, I would like to talk about what has been happening online and just the conversations that people um, have been having especially about the lgbtq community and i before we dig into what people have been saying and what we'll be exploring in this show i just want to give a definition of lgbtq and um and and this is definitions that i've gotten from a class i took last semester which was on human sexuality um, so besides running my mind my function, I am also a student. I aim to be an art psychotherapist and so I'm doing some biology classes and uh, some psychology classes and eventually some art classes and then go get my license. And so um, the human sexuality class I did was a biology class and we looked at different aspects of sexuality from our reproduction to uh, learning about the parts of the body um, to learning about how, um, how 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 sperms are made, how uh, the ovum I forget I failed my teacher uh, how the ovum uh, produces eggs and uh, what happens along the way. We learned about contraception. We learned about. Um, we learned so many things and we also learned about sexuality and orientation and just the gender identity spectrum. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was not in my notes. Uh, I'll just give it as a by the way. That's why I'm not very sure about those things. But we learned about a spectrum of gender and identity for sure. And so the definitions that I'm going to be giving on this show are based on that class. Uh, but as I say, today we're just looking at surface level things. I hope to have guests on the show who take us through some of the issues and questions that I'll ask in this show. And, uh, we'll be able to unpack so that hopefully uh, by the end of us exploring uh, sexual identity when people have these conversations they have them from one a very informed point of view and two in a way that they're not causing harm to people who are struggling with their identity and so when we hear about lgbtqi um, l is for lesbians LG is for gay, B is for bisexual, Q A L G B T is for transgender, Q is for queer, I is from for is for intersex, and then the various um, other identities. And what I was trying to figure out the proper name for is the gender sexual identity spectrum which shows that people exist in a spectrum and in that spectrum you have people who are on 
the the sides so there's the binary sides that we know that you're either male or female you're either man or woman and then there's a spectrum where us the if we talk about bisexuals they 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 lean on either side when it comes to their sexual attractiveness so they are attracted to both um, the sex that they're in and the opposite sex and a lot of conversations that I saw online were leaning more on the spectrum on, on the on the edges where you are either a man who uh, loves a woman or you're either a woman who loves or is attracted to a man but then there's no room for the spectrum of being somewhere in between and for those who have come out to say that they're quote-unquote somewhere in between there's been a lot of negative conversations and those conversations are part of what sparked me to um, do today's show and what we will be unpacking with the guests that I'll be having in subsequent shows. And so one word again I'll use uh, that I'd like to do, two words that I'd like to define are homosexual and heterosexual. And homosexual, homo means one or the same. And so one or the same sex means that there's an attraction between people of the same sex and heterosexual means it's an attract is different or opposite so hetero is different or opposite and so there's the attraction between people of different sexes or opposite sex um again as i've gone through what the different letters mean uh you see that it's it's a very wide spectrum and today just want us to scratch the surface but as we have more guests and hopefully I'd like to have someone who identifies as a transgender, someone who identifies as a lesbian, as gay, as um, intersex, and they can really take us through what they go through, th- through who they are, um, through their identity, through some of the struggles they've had, and also some of the tools they use. And I hope as we learn, we get more informed. And so if we say, we quote-unquote support or quote-unquote are against, then we're coming from a very informed point of view as opposed to, oh, as Africans or, oh, as Christians or, oh, as, you know, the natural order sort of thing. We do not support this. So, um, so that's what I aim uh, to do through this show, to provide information proper information so that when people are making choices or making uh, giving out statements they're not just giving blank statements but they're giving statements from a very informed point of view and um and and, and so when I just went to a space where I remembered all the things that I read and I just felt really heavy uh, from some of the comments that people are making online. Uh, One comment that I really want to highlight, and it's not based on what happened in Kenya, but just as I was doing research on um, Africa and uh, the LGBTQ community, is a statement that the then Nigerian president, Obasanjo, made in 2004. And to paraphrase, he said that... um, 
being gay is unbiblical, unnatural, and an African. So unbiblical, unnatural, and an African. And this is a summary, and I picked this um, quote, which I paraphrased, uh, because it summarizes a lot of conversations that happen when there are conversations about the LGBT community. Again, I just want to point out that investigations are still going on and we can't outrightly say that uh, Chiloba was murdered because of his identity. Uh, there the, have the been reports that it was a love triangle situation again until everything has been finalized. Um, I don't want to get into speculation, but as I said earlier, I am using the remarks and the, the sort of conversations that happen online to have to, to start this conversation of identity um, with people talking about it being an African we've seen a number of Africans coming out and saying that they identify in ways that are not heterosexual or uh, cisgender again going back to my human sexuality class heterosexual as I said earlier hetero different opposite sex so man woman woman man attraction and then cisgender which is almost different from transgender again i say almost because everything we're looking at things from a spectrum um cisgender means the same gender you were born in and so if um, you're born as a woman and identify as a woman then you're cisgender if you change or transition your gender then you become transgender and so a transgender woman is a woman who has transitioned from another gender <coughs> to become a woman um, a cis woman a cisgender woman is a woman who has remained in the same gender they were born in I know a lot of definitions, but it will help us as we continue to have more guests and as we unpack this conversation on identity. And so when we look at the number of Africans who are coming out and saying that I identify in other ways that are not heterosexual and ways that are not cisgendered, We've seen a lot of conversation of it being a Western agenda, that this is something that the West is bringing into the continent and they're bringing it with a lot of money. And so that is making a lot of young people want to identify in ways that are not um, African. And so I would like to have conversations with people who are sociologists, um, uh, and, and specifically African soci sociologists, to take us through what really makes African, Africans Africans, or what aspects of our being make us African. Is it because we were born in Africa? Is it because we uphold certain values and cultural um traditions or cultural things that we say, do, cook, um, speak, all those things. So what really makes an African African? And what makes things an African? And so if you are African, 
based on certain definitions and you do things that people in Africa do not do, does that strip you off your identity as an African? So those are things we'll be exploring. As I say, this episode is just for us to scratch the surface and start looking at having informed conversations and also bearing in mind that how we talk about certain things affect people in certain ways and one of those ways is their mental well-being and because this show and my mind my fans is all about promoting mental well-being this topic is important to us and so um a lot of people have said about it being an african another thing that has been talked about is it's unbiblical or it's against christianity and for those who are muslims that it's against uh, uh, muslim customs and in christianity a lot of people have talked about the book of genesis where uh, when god created adam and eve who are the first man and woman created a man and a woman and then create as people say Adam and Steve and so um, that that is a way of people sort of justifying that if God from the onset decided that he wants to create man and woman and he gave them the command to multiply and fulfill the, the, the earth that he knew what he was doing and so when people identify as homosexual that means that they are attracted to people of the same sex then it sort of goes against that quote-unquote natural order that god put on us and so again when we come back to the initial conversation about african uh, values and culture and, and cultural way of life is christianity an african concept is christianity something that was brought brought into the continent by missionary missionaries from outside and therefore it's something people have adapted and if people can adapt christianity and and want to argue that um, sexual identity is something that people are adapting so why is it right for people to live their traditional culture and values and, and accept this foreign religion? And uh, why is that acceptable, but it's not acceptable for them to quote-unquote adapt this um, this notion of identity? Again, as I said, today we're not answering any questions but we're sort of exploring and looking at uh, things that we'll be researching. And so if you're listening to the show and you have additional questions that you've been asking yourself as you've, heard, as, as you've been hearing um, people talking about sexual identity, please share those with me. And so uh, I'll be using those questions to look for guests and I'll try my best to get guests who are on quote-unquote opposing sides so that we hear for, from someone who says, yes, it's an African, and this is why it's an African. And we hear from someone who says it's African because way back when um, when, when women could not produce, um, could not give birth, they, um, they would go and look for another woman who'd come and have... Um, 
coitus with their husband so that they can have children for them. So is that considered um, lesbianism or what term or what way do we define that so again we're not getting deep into all this we're gonna have experts we're gonna have people with um lived experience uh, with either um, or all the identities that are on the lgbtqi that i sort of um explained earlier on and we'll hear from them and learn more again i repeat all this so that we are informed and also that when we have these conversations we are we're creating safe spaces for people who are struggling and we're not causing people to uh, move to the edge of self-harm or even unfortunately taking their lives okay so we've looked at the unchristian part of it we've looked at uh, no we were Sorry, we've looked at the un-African part of it and we were exploring the unbiblical angle of it. And um, I've talked about the book of Genesis. There's also conversations about the book of Leviticus where um, it says that it's an abomination for a man to live with another man. So for men, men, men having sex with men. And so um, this also goes into people talking about it being unnatural. And as I was doing research, I, um, I I discovered a video, which I don't think is something I, I want to recommend you to look for, but it's when Uganda was passing its anti-gay bill and there was a commission that had been formed and it, it included a lot of um, religious leaders and apparently based on uh, the press conference i saw that those religious leaders had put together now i think i'll put a link in the bottom of, uh, at the bottom of uh, the description box um they i don't know how they did it but apparently they were able to record people um who identify as gay um in a sexual act again i don't know how they did it but the video was blood um, the, the video that the religious leader was showing and it was showing them apparently in an unnatural act and so i will link the video and <laughs> um and 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 there were memes that were created after that that piece for poopy that's all i can say so when we think about unnatural and just the fact that people were recorded um and that people um have different ways of doing coitus and coitus so when we think about sex the act of sex again from my human sexuality class and definitions um there are various forms of sex and sex is not necessarily um and this is sex the action not sex um the identity what sex you identify as and then sex the action the action yeah the the there are various forms or ways of having sex and sex is not just when penetration happens and um a lot of people who identify as gay are most likely to have an, an annual sex an, annual, annual, 
anal sex not annual sex anal sex sorry and so that's part of what i think they were calling unnatural we're not having a sex class today uh, but i hope we'll be able to talk about that in subsequent episodes um and i know um i was, I was reading about a bill that um I think it's still in the process, an anti-gay bill that's still in the process um, of being passed or of being debated in Ghana that talks about media companies or journalists who have programs where they invite people who identify as other, meaning they're not heterosexual or cisgender um, that they could get 10 years in jail because they're promoting the quote-unquote gay agenda and in Kenya we know that there have been films that have been banned uh, because they had um, scenes or the the whole storyline was about uh, being gay um, about the LGBT community Sorry, my mind is still stuck on that Ugandan clip that I saw, so I'm having a hard time coming back. But uh, going back to Ghana, the conversation um, has been about even people who are quote-unquote promoting, and the definition that they were using for promoting includes if you have a show and you have guests who identify as gay and they talk about their, li- their quote-unquote lifestyle, then you are promoting the gay agenda. And that's something I had a lot about the gay agenda or the LGBT agenda. And why is it an agenda? Um, is it yeah so still many questions and that's why I want us to have this show I want us to be able to ask those questions and I want us to get answers and I want us to have both sides of the spectrum just talking to us and telling us why they say it's an African why they say it's unnatural why they say um, it's um, unbiblical why they say it's not um, in line with our values and culture, yet there are things that have been brought from the so-called West that are things that are broadly embraced in within African culture. So that's the conversation I'd like us to have. And as I say, today the aim of the show was just to scratch the surface and to ask these questions and uh, to create a space for us to start having informed conversations. Um, we're not promoting or um, demoting any agenda. We're just looking at things from a, a very objective lens and knowing and, 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 and then hoping that people will use the information that the episodes that cover the LGBT community to make informed decisions and also have informed conversations bearing in mind that the things we say online the com- the types of conversations we have are not just conversations when i began my mental health work i remember i, I worked with um, a group of 
organizations that provided uh, psychosocial support to people who identified as queer. And I remember when we used to go for those meetings, they couldn't give me the the proper address. They just told me a general area that I'll go to and then have someone come pick me up so that they could take me to where they're meeting because that's how scared they were. Uh, right now, uh, we have a lot more people who are openly talking about their sexuality and they're openly showing support and offering support to people who are still struggling with their identity. And so how can we create a safe space for people, especially those who are struggling with their identity, to be able to discover who they are and to have people around them that walk with them as they do that discovery. And I've seen, as, as I was doing my research, I have a long list of people that I'd like to have on the show. Um, I saw that there were there, there are various churches in Africa that are open and are farming. That means they, um, their sort of mantra is God is love and we love everybody. Come as you are. And there are churches that are we know that God said that uh, as humans we've been put on earth to multiply and be fruitful and so if we start allowing people to be homosexual then the whole family unit will be destroyed and we won't be multiplying and being fruitful as God commanded us and people who've also argued against that and said wait what happens to barren women, women who's uh, just the way they were created by God uh, can't allow them to have children. Where do they fit in that composition of being fruitful and multiplying? Uh, we've had people talk about um, not, yeah, we've had people outside that I hope open to the show talk about uh, not everybody is eventually going to identify as gay. This is, as, as you think about uh, society, this is a man- minority group. The majority of us are heterosexual. Um, the majority of people in society are heterosexual. And so we are not all going to identify as homosexuals. We are not all going to, um, and even if we won't identify as homosexuals, we are not all going to be able to have children. So what other way can we look at being fruitful and multiplication without just looking at the family unit. Yes, the family unit is important, but are there other ways that people can define being fruitful and multiplying? And so those are questions that we'll ask ourselves and through the various guests that I have, uh, I'd like us to explore those. We'll explore um, also some really heartbreaking um, aspects of people being stoned. I was reading about David um, Cato from Uganda who was stoned uh, because of his identity. I was reading about B.C. Alimi from Nigeria 
who um, I did a fellowship that he's also a fellow in, and I hope we'll have on the show. Um, and his story is um, about coming out publicly in Nigeria and how uh, that was just as, um, how his life was threatened, um, how he lost a job, among many other things, because of his identity. And so, um, again, now I'm just saying the same thing over and over again um, and also from a men- last but not least from a mental health perspective just looking at the DSM 5 which is a tool that's used to identify what incidents or instances are considered to be mental health issues and which ones are not and um, for the longest time um gender identity was um, classified as a mental health issue but excuse me but it was later removed from the list and so i'd like to have a guest who'll just take us through um, how the dsm comes up with mental health classification so why is depression a mental health issue why is schizophrenia a mental health issue and why is identity not a mental health issue I was reading a, a tweet the other day where someone, uh, or was it a TikTok video, I think, one of the two, and someone asked, why is someone who has multiple personality disorder considered someone with a mental health issue, but someone who sees themselves as having a different gender, not considered um, as someone with a mental health issue. We'll have a guest who will take us through all those things. Again, as I say today, I'm not really trying to answer any questions, but I'm, I'm, I'm providing space for us to ask all these questions and then have uh, people who are experts either through their schooling or through their lived experiences be guests on the show to take us through this journey of identity and specifically gender and sexual identity in relation to Africa. We'll also look at some of, I've mentioned some laws and policies. We'll look at um, body dysmorphia, which is what um, is linked to identity and people just not feeling psychologically that they belong in the body they were born in and I think that's a phrase a lot of people have heard that oh I don't belong in the body that I was born in and so we'll talk about all those things in subsequent shows and just see how they relate to mental health and again I repeat um this series on identity and especially the episodes that we'll have on sexual and gender identity are for us as Africans, as people uh, who are um, still learning about sexuality and gender identity to have proper information. And so when we go online to talk about issues, we're talking from a very informed point of view. And whatever angle we take, whether we support or do not support something, that we are 
bringing out our arguments in ways that are providing safe spaces for conversations, that are providing safe spaces for people who are struggling with their identity, that are providing safe spaces for people who need help to be able to seek out the help they need and get timely help. And so there there are many things to discuss. There's um, corrective therapy, uh, uh, which is a form of therapy. I don't think it's a real therapy, though, where where, where people believe that you can be corrected, that your thinking or your identity can be corrected. And unfortunately for lesbians, this has meant getting ripped because people say that, oh, maybe it's because you've not been with a man, that's why you are leaning towards women. But if you are with a man, then chances are you might think differently about your identity. And so I want us to just dig deeper into what makes people think that they can correct people's identity. and, and the harm that that sort of thinking brings because then it encourages that people who openly share their identity are putting themselves at risk because there are people who take it upon themselves um, to come and quote-unquote correct them. That's an act of violence. And there are various acts of violence that happen um, in cases of identity. And so we'll, we'll dig deep into how are people who identify other in, in other ways, how are they protected? How can they be protected? Do they need to be protected? Um, because uh, based on conversations online, it, it almost feels that a lot of people are leaning on the fact that if they're doing something that's against our values and our culture, if they're doing something that's against the natural order, if they're doing something that's against our religious beliefs, then we have to take it upon ourselves to eliminate them because we don't want to be in a society with people who are doing things that are against our African values, against what we believe is natural and against our religious values. And so those are things that we'll be exploring and I look forward to having guests who will take us through all these things. And I also look forward to your questions um, as we explore identity. And also if you are an African who identifies as... um, I'd like to hear from you and just hear some of the things people have said and done, uh, some of the challenges you've gone through, some of the tools that you're using, and um, how you're taking care of your mental health. So that's that's all from me today, and I look forward to having a very robust conversation uh, with all of you in subsequent shows. Um, I also look forward to having our next guest. So the next two shows will be exploring immigration and we'll also be exploring uh, life with schizophrenia. So I'll have guests for those two shows and I hope by the time um, 
the third episode after this is airing i'll also have a guest who will help us continue to unpack who will help us to start unpack some of the things that uh, we've mentioned on today's show so have yourself a lovely thursday and looking forward to having you as a listener on the next show until next time sending you so much love and light sit down Thank you.